0: Well, amen, amen, amen. Good morning, good morning, good morning to all of you, saints of God, men and women of God, ladies and gentlemen, amen. Children of the Most High God, amen. We welcome all of you this morning, Sunday morning. Amen. October the 25th, 2020. What a beautiful morning and a day that the Lord has made, his Sabbath day, Lord of the Sabbath. And so to keep it holy. Remember the Lord. Remember the Sabbath day and remember the Lord of the Sabbath and keep that day holy. So we thank God this morning. We're going to attempt to do exactly that. But just Pastor Sharon, I want to welcome all of you this morning to the creating of prayer culture for God. Amen. And we just thank God for a, a, a platform where we can all come together and assemble together not yes. forsaken the assembling of ourselves together as the man of some are but you know as we see the day approaching exalting one another so y'all be exalted this morning amen I, I, we exalt you this morning we yeah. bless you this morning we thank god for you this morning <clears throat> all of our family our church family our extended family our prayer warriors intercessors gatekeepers men and women mm-hmm. watchmen and women on the walls watching out for the cities man praying for the for the nations amen praying for the world praying for our families praying for other families just praying against this pandemic praying for our government our leaders just so many things to be prayed about so many topics before us amen but we thank god that he created this creating a prayer culture just for that reason amen you know we got yeah we got stuff going on right now man and we got still people are lost right now don't know how to how to get themselves saved and we praying for them and <clears throat> you've got people who was once saved and they're going back into the world the bible calls it back being backslidden but we know the lord is married to the backsliders according to the scriptures in the book of jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15 the king James bible and we know that there are prodigal sons and daughters hit a certain age and they think they're grown and shoot out they go man and They think they can run out there and take on the world only to hit that first obstacle and now they don't know what to do and but thank god for loving parents who allow them to come back home and celebrate amen Uh, we just thank god this morning we have so much to be grateful for and thankful for and then you got those young men and women out there man who are making life choices and choosing lifestyles that are that the bible calls an abomination unto the lord and they base it on the fact that the government has passed laws and say that they have a right to do that equal rights but that's okay, too. But I thank God that he has the final say about what, what law he accepts, amen. And and he called it an abomination, so we have to call it that, too. Now, he don't hate the sinner, but he hates to sin. And we hate the sin, too, because it's an abomination unto the Lord. But we're praying for them, too, amen. And even the, 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 the ones who are straight out there who suffer from homophobia, uh, xenophobia, and all of that, man, they like to point fingers and call names and label people and... And, uh, you know, I say, man, people ought to get to a point where they own their own toothpicks and two by fours and they wouldn't have to worry about nobody else's. Amen. And so we just thank the Lord this morning. I own my toothpicks and my two by fours. Amen. Because I'm pretty sure I got some. Amen. But uh, thank God this morning for knowing the truth and the truth making us free. So we again like to welcome all of you this morning. If you're in search of truth, if you're in search, man, of being free and letting the truth sanctify you, which is the word of God, you called into the right place this morning. Amen and prayerfully and hopefully man you're going to be blessed today by what thus said the lord so again we like to welcome all of you all of our partners out there man across the world that is that is chiming in on cashbox live podbean live whatever other platform you're joining us We welcome you, greet all of you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Really our awesome, incredible, amazing name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So we welcome all of you. Pray you hear something this morning that will be a blessing to you. We thank God for all of our clergy that are with us this morning. Amen. We have our very own pastors, Eric and Phoebe Davis. Thank God for them more than Conquered Warriors Christ Ministry, Richmond Hill, Georgia, and their congregation with us this morning. We thank the Lord this morning, Pastor Sherrod and I here this morning, just to greet all of you this morning and just to fellowship with you this morning amen pastors of of new freedom christian ministry uh, a place where everybody is somebody special god's house amen we represent it in the earth amen and so we're just so delighted this morning to be with you this morning in the fellowship of the of the spirit this morning with the saints of god what a beautiful thought what a beautiful thing to be able to come together, man, locked out of the building, man, but still can come together in Jesus' name. I just love it. Amen, amen. You can take away the key to the door, but you can't take away the key to heaven. I'm telling you, man, we thank God this morning for this platform. Amen. And so we want to pray this morning and get right into the word this morning. Not going to be before you long. Just want to share a few nuggets, well, a few uh, scriptures with you this morning from the word to continue. Uh, our our pursuit of the revelations of Jesus Christ, the living word of God, the living revelations. Amen. And so pray that they'll come alive in your spirit and in your heart today and in your soul, man. Amen. That you'll be better when you leave off this line than before you came on. Amen. You'll be increased in the wisdom and knowledge of understanding the revelation of Jesus Christ. That unveiling, that revealing. So you really, really know, man, what's behind those claims that he makes about himself and the scriptures makes about himself and the eyewitnesses say things about him. But we're gonna take a look at it. This morning, and a deeper, uh, just a deeper probe into it, and explore it a little bit more, so we can be enlightened because we truly do want to have understanding. He said, "In all you're getting, when you want wisdom, ask God; He'll give it to you liberally. He's not short on supply of wisdom." But then He says, "Sometimes people get the wisdom and walk away, but they forget to get the understanding." So He said, "In all you're getting, make sure you get understanding." We're gonna to try to help you do that this morning. So let's pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Get Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debt and lead us not under temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is your kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever holy ghost we just invite you to just come and have your way this morning we ask you to come and have your way this morning we believe that you will have your way this morning We just pray this morning that you come and give us a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge this morning, enlighten us this morning, reveal things to us this morning that Jesus taught. Bring it all back to our remembrance this morning and show us a greater level of revelation about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We're hungry. We're thirsty for that knowledge this morning. We want to know this morning that we may be able to make him known to others. As he's becoming well known to us so we thank you for this intimate uh, acquaintance with him that you're about to add to this morning that we may have a a, a more intimate relationship with him because we know him personally and intimately acquainted with him so we thank you for that now in jesus wonderful name we pray amen and amen all right then we'll praise the lord praise the lord again pastor sharon i'd like to welcome all of you uh, what we're going to be talking about uh, this morning. Amen. I'm going back into our discussion about uh, the revelations of Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, subject matter. And we're coming out of the, the book of, of John, chapter 5. Amen. We've been in this book now a couple of days, and uh, we're going to pick up at verse 19. We left off. Last week on verse 19, we covered verse 17 and 18 and dug so much treasure out of those two verses where we were dealing with the, with the revelation about Jesus Christ, the authority and power over life. And uh, one of the revelations we dealt with last week in verses 17 and 18, we talked about uh, the revelation of Jesus Christ's astounding authority equality with God his equality with God that's that's what was so astounding so phenomenal so awesome about uh his authority that it was equal with God he wasn't above God because he represented God he was equal with God and he didn't think it robbery to be equal in other words sometimes people try to be more than above you know they they love to hide behind the titles they love to wear the titles and showcase the titles and like it puts them on some platform, and even warned us in the Old Testament teachings about those who desire the higher seats in the in the synagogue and in the sanctuary doesn't matter where you sit at if you ain't standing on the right foundation, eventually or the chair going to fall down, and you're going to be in the pit with your chair with your high chair. And it's gonna consume you and anybody else that's putting you up there, you know. And 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 but but we thank God that 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 you know Jesus' is, is authority is equal with the Father. And so we're gonna pick that up today, Amen. And and we when we looked last week, we see that He made that claim. You know, Jesus claimed equality with the Father. And the thing I love about claims is when somebody makes a claim, can they live up to that claim? Can they prove that that's who they are? You know, that's why we we, 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 we were uh, ministered to by Pastor Phoebe the other day over there in the book of Luke, the 8th chapter, when it talked about Jesus was claiming that, hey, this is my real family. This is my true kinship right here. Those who hear the word of God and do it, you know. And so, yeah, can you have that corresponding action? Can you live up to who you say you are? A lot of people run around talking about they're Christians. But don't have one Christ-like attribute. You know, don't do nothing like Christ. You know, they do everything like the world. You know, but we're in the world, but we're not of the world because the Lord has has called us out. From among them, He separated us. He's consecrated us. You know, he's sanctified us with His word because His word is truth. Amen. And so, once He saved you, the Bible says in the in the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter five, verse seventeen, the King James Bible says, you know, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. He's a new creature. Old things are passed away. And behold, all things. Uh, you know, have become new. Amen. So there should be a difference. Amen. When he calls you out. Amen. And we saw that with several of the people that Jesus said he cast demons out of a man and man, he couldn't get rid of that man. And man wanted to follow him everywhere he went, man. So he lived up to the fact that he had had demons cast out of him. You know, he went on to do what had happened to him. And so many times people get saved, but they still do the same things they used to do, remaining, continuing in sin. And I'd be like, wow, man, you claim to be saved, but you're not doing anything that saved people do. Everything is different. And so we want to look at the fact that Jesus made some claims. Amen. And so we have to be careful and learn something from 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 him. When he makes a claim, we want to look at how he lived up to it, how He how he proved, you know, that whatever he claimed, that's what he lived up to. That's what he did. And so we don't want to just be hears a word of the word of God and forget for doers. So we want to hear the word and we can claim things based on the word. <clears throat> and those are the things that the Lord will help us to do. And we don't want to go outside of the word to claim anything because he didn't. He stayed within his father's will. Amen. So we're going to deal with that this morning. You know, uh, there are claims that are made, as, as we saw last week in, In uh, verses uh, 17 and 18, astounding claims, you know, Jesus claiming equality with God. And, uh, you know, when there are claims, uh, you know, when claims are made, proof is always to be provided to back up all claims that are being made. That's just a profound uh, observation there. Don't make a claim if you're not going to be able to back it up or prove it. You know, it's like, you know, Jesus Christ claims equality with God, he claimed God was his father uh one would think his claims are understood by jews who 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 knew him who was expecting a messiah and he shows up for the grace and truth and they they missed they missed the claim he was actually who he claimed to be now they partially understood that you know uh, the jews did but you got to remember the jewish culture they always required a sign to prove that you was who you claimed to be amen amen and that could be helpful that could be harmful amen But Jesus said, i bless those who require a sign. i give them a sign. Will that make you believe? You know, if if it will, you should already believe me for already the miracles I've already done. You know, the the healings I've already done. You know, I did give you a sign. I did do what I claimed I was going to do. You know, but he said more blessed are those who don't require a sign. They just believe because they have faith. Amen. And he said, that's how you please God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you heard what he claimed to do, amen, expect him to do what he said he's going to do. That's the proof right there. You know, people maybe just maybe uh, they did understand. But sometimes pride of blind people from from letting you know they do understand they play. I, we, we used to say they play the possum. You know, because some folks even now, they believe, but they just have a problem with the fact that you, that you're the one who told them, you're the one who claimed it, you know what I'm saying? They want to be the ones. Mm -hmm. And so when you claim it, you know, because you done studied the word, you know what it says. You know, and and, and, and and you know, they're the ones, man, who was who was raised in the church and you wasn't and you got saved late in life. But now you've been in the word ever since you got saved and they've been sandbagging and slacking. So you don't gain two or three more scriptures than they've gained. And you standing on the word and everything you claim is by the word of God, it's the promises of God. And they got a problem with that. You ain't supposed to be that anointed. You ain't supposed to be that saved, you know, because you were the dope smoker. You were the alcoholic. You were the homemonger, You were the one man who did all kind of riots and stuff when you was out there in the world but see you went away and you got saved and now you come back you full of the holy ghost man and you preaching and teaching the gospel and they still out there trying to figure life out you know and so you making all these claims and you backing them up man because god is with you and god is using you and you claiming the promises that he told you can claim and they come in the past and people got a problem that you saved you know well that's what i claimed you know i claimed salvation in jesus name so yeah i'm saved according to the word i'm a new creature. You know and so they 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 have a hard time with sometimes your claims, amen, but that is to be expected, amen, but after a while by and by as as those claims begin to be proven and demonstrated in your life through corresponding action they'll be they'll be they'll be persuaded, you know, amen, we just keep doing what we're doing. however, they still need some more proof. they still need claim all claims need to be backed up with proof. You know, I hope somebody out there hear me this morning, all claims that we make as Christians have to be backed up with proof. And the best proof is, you know, claim what Jesus promised amen because jesus always going to make his word good he always going to bring it to pass why he watches over his word to perform it that's what the book of jeremiah jeremiah chapter 1 verse 12 teaches us in the king James bible also in the book and book of isaiah chapter 43 verse 26 in the king James bible he tells us constantly to put him in remembrance of what he said because that's what he's going to watch over to perform you know those are the claims those are the promises right there and we claiming them based on what he already said already said, what the prophet's already taught, then those are the things that God is obligated to bring to pass and fulfill. Amen. And so we have to claim based on what he's already decreed. We have to declare and demand based on what he's already decreed and promised. Amen. And that should be enough right there. That should be evidence and proof enough right there. Uh, So my subject today is going to be the revelation that provides proof of all of Jesus Christ's claims. You know, that's that's the revelation we're going to deal with today. Jesus Christ plant seeds, not weeds. I hope y'all are hearing me. Jesus Christ always planted seeds. He did not plant any weeds, even though there were weeds that came up. OK, but he did not plant those weeds. You know, you know, we talk about those four types of soils in the book of Mark, chapter four. You know, he, he tells us what types of soils are out there that he's dealing with but he always, his word is always a seed. Amen. First a little seed, then a little blade, and then a full ear in the blade. Amen. And we know that there's, there's varying factors out there that impact the seed. Okay. Weeds come to choke it out. You know, you have parched ground out there, you have hard cracked ground out there, but there is that good ground that will receive that seed. Amen. But he never plants any weeds. But he tells you what to do with the weeds. He claims that there will be weeds, and he tells you let the let the weed and the shall grow together. I'll separate it. So he has a plan for the weed. He claims that, that what he's going to do with the weeds, but he never plants those weeds. Amen. He always plants seed, and so I hope you, you 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 learn something from that. That we should always, as Christians, plant seeds and not weeds. Amen. So how we do that, Pastor? Study the Word of God read the word of God, hear the word of God, know the word of God, hide it in your heart that you don't sin against God, that when the time come to give an answer like Jesus in the book of Luke, the fourth chapter, verses 18, when he told Satan, it's written, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceed out of the mouth of God. Jesus gave him the word. He even tried to plant the word in Satan's life. But see, that was bad soil already. And so he couldn't receive the word. Satan could not receive the word. That's why he fled away from it. That's weed, y'all. See, when you got weeds out there, weeds don't want to have nothing to do with the word. They'll run away from it. But yet, nevertheless, we still plant the seed. Amen. We still plant the seed to the harvest that we want. And so Jesus was planting seeds, not, not weeds, because his claims are always based on the seed, yeah. not the weed. So what do we think, you know, uh, we do? Whatever we think, that's what we do. You know, what we do, we think we do. You know, that's what we do. His word or we hear the word of God and we do it is what that is saying. This is the proof that is missing most of the time when claims are made. No corresponding action to follow. We just throw it out there. We think it's got magic. Amen. And, and and there's a lot of saints who live their life like that. They go to conference after conference after conference after sharing, and you ask a man what, they, they say, man, I had to have a word. I went I went $400 weekend, man, to get a word. Like, Just open up your Bible. It's full of word, you know. But they chase them conferences, man, trying to get a word. So they say every week, every conference, where's where the conference? I need to go, hear what the prophet got to say. Chasing a word, man. You know, chasing the word. That's what they say. Amen. But they claim that's what they're going there for. But they never change. You know, they never change. And if you ask them after they get back, Whoa, what was the word? I don't know. All I know is is bishop so-and-so, apostle so-and-so No, they priest up in there. What did they talk about? What was the claim they made? You know, I don't know, but I'm going back next year. You know, and so no proof, no corresponding action. Proof. What do we mean when we say the word proof? You know, Jesus makes these claims and today we're going to see how he provides some proof of those claims. Uh, in, uh, uh, is your proof, is the proof based on one's experience or is it without experience? Or are you just talking and making, you know, talking a good game? Some folks talk a good game. But the proof is in, as the mom used to say, in the pudding. What you do, you know. What did you do, you know? What did you do, you know? You just you just talked a good game, or did you have some backup? Did you have some some corresponding action? And so we're gonna look at Jesus, man, because he didn't make a claim Pastor sharing that he didn't back it up with some proof, you know. And so proof is type of a, an experience. Sometimes people have proof without an experiment. You know, and I say experiment, they didn't go through anything or they didn't do anything. They just kind of like had some experience, but it really didn't prove or teach them anything. They just went through an experience. You know, it's like going to a conference. You went there with all of your, your group or whoever, and you had a great time. So you experienced the conference, but there was no personal experiment in your life. So you can come back and say, you know, I took that word I got and here is how I applied it. And this is the proof. That it worked. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't get that. You know, mm-hmm. people just get excited about they were there at the at the mega whatever conference, you know. Mm-hmm. And so they get that experience, but it's without experiment. You, in other words, you didn't let the word prove nothing to you. You didn't let the word do nothing because you forgot the word no sooner. You talked more about the conference than you did the word, or who was at the conference, or who sang, or who was the worshipper. You know, so so what, there was no experiment for you, no personal experiment or encounter with the word. So a lot of people have experience without experiment. And when I say experiment, I'm talking about what is the word doing in your life personally that you got. You say you was going to get a word. Amen. And so it leads to claims without proof. When those type of experiences happen and there's there's nothing else after that, those are the types of claims that leave you without any proof or any evidence or any results, amen, that you can you can bank on. And uh so let's let's talk about that experience without experiment, you know, without uh without a test, without a trial, without something that uh you know that you went through that changed something about you. Did you come back more emboldened, more enlightened with more understanding? Uh, are you going to be able now to live up to what you what was claimed at the conference? Did any of those things take in place? Uh, if not, that means that your experience uh, was like an unskillful experience. In other words, yeah. you know, you 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 didn't pick up anything that you can apply. You know, you had no really understanding of what it was you heard. I call that unskillful. You know, you're, you're now more unskillful than before you went to the conference. You probably was better off because you come back and somebody asks you about what the experience was like, and you can't even describe it. You talking about who sang and you talking about how they danced and how many people fell out around the altar. You know, that's, 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 that's kind of like unskillful proof because it wasn't personal to you. It wasn't intimate with you. It was just a claim made you know, but you had no real, no real personal, intimate uh, acquaintance with it, you know. And so that's what's happening with a lot of people. They're without proof of anything because the proof have to be the results that's in your life. What took place in your life? When Jesus claimed something, how did it affect the people who heard it? How did it affect the people who benefited from it? You know, did they hear the word of God and were they able to do it after they heard it? You know, that's what it comes down to. Let's look in the book here of uh, Hebrews chapter five, verse 12 through 14, the King James Bible. Listen at this now, bear in mind what I just talked about, about that proof. It says, for when for the time ye ought to be teachers, you know, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. I go through all them conferences, man, and don't come back, can't teach you, can't teach you, you can't even teach yourself what you learned. Definitely not going to be able to teach nobody else. Didn't, didn't have the experiment with the word so that now you can go back and share with somebody. Oh, you were there. You was in the atmosphere. But did it do anything to change anything in your life that you could go back and share with somebody? What, 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 what was the claims that was made at the conference? What did you claim for yourself? What did you come away with? What proof did you have that you really, really heard God's word? Can you go now and do it? Jesus said, these are my real family members, those who hear God's word, and now they go back and do it. James said, don't be a forgiver here, but a doer of the work, you know. And so he says, you know, you ought to be teachers and are become such as need of milk and not of strong meat. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belonging to them that are of a full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised, there's that experiment, exercise. To discern both good and evil. There's that that experiment now. Your your senses, your spiritual senses are being exercised. You ain't just at the conference by name, but you're there looking for something. You say you was going to get a word, a claim that was going to be made about how you can benefit. Get your senses exercised. You know, not just have the experience of being at the conference without experiment. You know, I want to be exercised by this word. I want to be renewed by this word. I want to be strengthened by this word I'm getting, you know. So that I may be able to go back and teach somebody something. Amen. And so there it is right there. Amen. Praise God. So let's go a little further here. Matter of fact, let's drop down to verse 19 in this, uh, in uh, chapter five here. It says, then answered Jesus and said unto them, verily, verily, I say unto you, the son can do nothing without nothing of himself. But what he seeth the father do, for what things soever he doeth, those also doeth the son likewise. See, the son is understanding here that if I'm going to have this experience with my father, then I'm going to do exactly what he did. See, that's that experiment. That's that exercise in your spiritual senses, doing exactly what your father did. You know what I'm saying? That's, That's what I love about Jesus. Then he goes on to say, where's the proof? Okay. Where's the proof? You know, he did not act alone. That's the proof. He did exactly what he saw his father do. His obedience to his father is obvious here. In all of scripture, we would never see where Jesus Christ ever disobeyed his father. He needed the experience that came with his experiment with his father's will. He exercised in it, plan and purpose for sending him. Jesus didn't go outside of that, you know. Jesus Christ did not act alone. He always did exactly what he saw his father do. That was the experiment there. That's, that was going to get the greatest result. What does verily, verily mean in the Bible? We see that, okay? Most assuredly, that's what it means. Verily, verily means most assuredly or very truly. If you do it that way, you'll never have to guess about is it, is it proof? Is it evidence? Is it real? Is this what I'm supposed to experience? It will always yield the proper results as God sees it, as God plans it, okay? Surely, he said, You can guarantee this. That's what that means. You know, it means most assuredly. If God said it, do it the way God said it. It connotes a strong affirmation, it is used to convey a strong affirmation of something concerning Jesus Christ, man, and the believers. God covers all of that when He makes a claim. It's either to himself, it's either to his son, it's either to man or to other believers. It's even to the lost, the backslid, anybody out there who's got an ear to hear. God wants you to experience that. He wants you to experiment with that. He don't want you to have proof without experimentation. Because you won't know. You'll be going by what somebody said. That's right. But see, when you experiment with it and experience it yourself and it exercises your spiritual senses, you can affirm what God said because it's working in your life. You know, it ain't just hearsay. It ain't just, I got a word and don't know what the word was. He said, most assuredly, you're going to know. It's going to be confirmed. You know, that's what I love about it. You know, where's the proof? Where's the proof that we who we say we are? Jesus Christ always expressed his oneness with his father, whether in word or deed, present or absent, from or within or without, experience with or without experimentation, proof with uh with the uh, with uh, with or without testing. It didn't matter with Jesus because guess what? He said my readers always do the will of the Father. So it didn't matter with him. Whatever he claimed, God allowed him to be able to prove it. So there would leave no doubt. Whatever the father said about the son, guess what? That's what was done. Whatever the son said about the father, that's what was done. They worked together. My father hitherto worked, so do I. You know, so the experiment was there. You know, whatever he claimed. He always bought the proof, you know, and we see that, you know, but he said unto them, I have meat to eat that is not, you know, that, that ye know not of that's in the book of John chapter four, verse 32, the King James Bible verse 34. This is what he said. And we're going to close. He said, Jesus saith unto them, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. There's that experiment now, finish his work. I got the experience. I mean, I got it from my father. I watched him. You know, I, I, you know, that's my meat. But it's not without experiment because I'm going to do the work and finish the work. So there's my experiment right there with what my father said. That's my meat. So that I can have proof to what I claim. And if I claim that my father and I are one, where's the experiment? Where Where is the proof of that? You know, I love that about Jesus. You know, I love that about Jesus. You know, let's hit verse 20 and then we're going to stop. He says, you know, For the father loveth the son and showeth him all things that himself doeth, and he will show him greater works than these, that ye may marvel. That you're going to be excited. You're not just going to come back from the conference excited about who was there. You're going to come back talking about how that word changed your life. So your experience at the conference is now going to be followed up by some experiment because you're going to go back and tell people word for word what they say. You might even bring the tapes back, you know, because you plan on not just hearing the word of God, but you plan on doing something now. You know, you're going to be calling everybody. Girl, let me tell you what they preached about. Let me tell you what scripture you got your Bible, you know. And see, that's that, that's that proof right there, that you were there, that you got what they said. You did get the word you went for. That claim, it, it, it spoke to you. Now you can have proof. You can go back, man, and claim what they claimed. And you can experiment with it. You can deal with it. You can put it to practical application. Wow, you got it. You know, faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word. You got it. That's springing forth. See? That's that proof right there that you changed. You heard the word and it changed you. You didn't just come back saying who was at the conference. Or you, you came back changed because you did get a word. And that's what I love about Jesus. He always provides the proof that he and his father is one. We should always provide proof that we and Jesus is one. And the word and us is one. You know, not just by what we say. Remember, he said, my kinfolks are those who hear the word of God and who do it so we're going to end right there this morning we'll pick this up again today at 11 o'clock service talking about the proof of of who jesus is all the claims about him we're going to look at the proof as we delve further into these other scriptures uh at 11 o'clock we'll pick up at verse 21 and go a little bit further amen as we explore this revelation you know that the the proof you know the claims that jesus made and that was made about him we want to be able to look at the proof what 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 was the experiment what happened afterwards what was the work that he went forth and did as we just read so father we thank you we praise you right now lord god as we bring this session to a close we just wanted to share enough lord god to spark and provoke the interest and the proof yeah of the claims of Jesus Christ, that we may be able, Lord God, to be able to mirror his claims in our very own lives, oh God, with some experimentation, Lord God. In other words, Lord God, an extension of what he claimed, God, that we, that we may be the bearers of the fruit and the proof, Lord God, that we have we have heard the word of God and that word is working in us, oh God, and that word is producing fruit in us because we know that first there is a seed and then there is a blade and then there must be a full ear and the harvest has to come, Lord God, based on the word. And we thank you that we want to be able to hear the word of God and not just hear, but also to do the work that he has called us to do. This is the proof, Father, that, that we claim, Lord God, that we are who we say we are and who his word says we are, that we can do what it says and have what it says and be what it says. And so, Father, this is the claim of being a Christian, a Christ-like, Lord God, created in his image and likeness, O oh God, that we bear fruit, Lord God, that's worthy of repentance, oh God. It says that, yes, I went to the conference and I had the experience of being in the crowd, but something happened while I was there. I heard a word and something began to turn inside of my spirit. And when I came away, I was different. I was changed and I was able to go back and teach transgressors the ways of God. I was able to go back and share what I had heard. I was able to put it to practical application. And so, Father, we just praying right now in the name of Jesus, for all those who heard this word this morning, that they understand, Lord God, it's not a good thing to make a claim. And have no far no corresponding action. In other words, producing no proof, Lord God, that you heard what you heard, because now you should be able to do what you do. What it instructs us to do. And so, Father, we're claiming victory right now in the life of your people that as they hear this word, as they heard this word, that they'll now understand, Lord God, that they can go claim what Jesus has claimed, oh God, and they can now go do what Jesus said they could do, and they can now go have what He said they could have, oh God, and be who He said they could be, doers of the work, Lord God. And so, we ask you now in the name of Jesus, help us not to just make claims to be making claims, but help us, oh Lord God, to experience you in a more intimate and personal way that our lives will be changed that we will be emulators of christ as christ was of his father that we would do the work that he does because he did the work that his father did and so father we just thank and praise you right now lord god in the name of jesus that we will go forth lord god and plant seeds and not weeds oh god because father god amen when we hear your word oh god you said hear that word oh lord god and go do that work oh lord god that that word has called us to do lord god let it exercise oh god our spiritual senses oh lord god that we will will be strong in our witness, strong in our confession, strong in what we declare and demand, O God, because we base it on the word, because that word has gotten in our hearts and in our yes. spirits and we can't sin against God, and out of the abundance of our hearts, our mouth opened up and we began to to, to say what thus said the Lord, we put him in remembrance of his word and watch him, watch over it and, and perform it, O God, and we call to remembrance the things that he said, O God, because we have been in the presence of God, we have heard his word, we have been taught his word, and now we go and Do those things that we have heard and that we've learned, O Lord God, because Jesus honors his word, O Lord God. And so let your word be in us richly, Lord God. And let it be found in us richly, Lord God. Let it conform us to the things of God. Let it transform us and renew our minds, oh God, that we no longer think like the world, even though we're in the world. But, oh God, we've had an experience in the spirit realm, oh God, and it has changed us, oh Lord God. And now there is a manifestation of that change, oh Lord God. That now we bear proof, Lord God, that we have been with the Lord, oh God, and we've been changed by Him, Lord. Old things passed away, and behold, all things have become new. And we are a new creation. We're walking in the newness of life, Lord God. And so it's It's in our conversations, oh God. It's in our prayers. It's in our songs. It's in the way we live our life. It's in the way, God, that we pray. It's in the way, God, that we communicate. It's in the way that we fellowship. It's in everything that we do, God. And it's obvious, Lord God, that we're bearing proof, oh Lord God, that we are children of God. And so, Father, it says you will know them by the fruit that they bear. And we want to be known by that proof, God, the proof of the fruit that we bear, God. You judge a tree by the fruit it bears according to the word. And so we thank you today as we pray for the lost right now, Lord god we want to be able to bear that proof before them that we have claimed oh god to be men and women of god oh lord god and you say free people free people lord god you you told us to just stand fast in the liberty where christ has made us free and not be entangled with the yoke of bondage again this is the proof oh lord god that we're not entangled with the yoke of bondage again how can we continue in sin oh god if you have delivered us from the power and dominion of it oh lord god and so father we just thank and praise you lord god the head cover that we claim our salvation in Jesus Christ. And now we will walk in that salvation, O oh Lord God, enduring into the end that we might be saved, working it out with fear and trembling, doing that work, Lord God, fear and trembling, O oh Lord God, fighting, Lord God, that good fight of faith, enduring all the way to the end that we might be saved. This is the work, Father, that you've called us to do, Lord God. You said that these are my folks; these are my real true family members, my brothers and my sisters are those who hear the word of God and who do it, Lord God. And so those who experiment with it, those who work it. Out their salvation with fear and trembling work out their salvation with fear and trembling work out their salvation with fear and trembling lord god and so father we give you praise we give you glory we give you honor Lord, in Jesus' wonderful name, we pray for the lost, the backslidden, the prodigal sons and daughters that are out there struggling right now, the gays who are struggling with identity crisis right now, in the straits, Lord, who are bound by, by xenophobia, finger pointing, and name calling and labeling people, Lord God. We pray for their deliverance. We pray right now for those who struggle with the deity of Jesus Christ, who claim they know Jesus, Lord God, but they search after another God, Lord God, another way to heaven, Lord God. And we hear it all the time, Lord God. They have an experience, Lord God, but they don't have an experiment that bears proof, O God, that they are who they say they are, that their God is real, Lord God, the Pope, Lord God, is not a God lord god and we thank you lord god for men and women lord god who will not base their salvation on weeds but on a seed of the good news of the gospel that it may produce in them proof lord god that they are children of god so we give you praise this morning we give you glory we give you honor this morning for you, for this wonderful uh, uh, word that we've heard this morning lord god in jesus name we thank you for it and we praise you for it we're praying that even right now someone is having an experience with you right now that's not without an experiment they're they being emboldened right now their minds are being renewed right now their hearts are being pricked right now they're hearing something god for the first time that you need proof lord god that we are who we say we are lord god and so father we prove it by putting you in remembrance of what you said and then we go forth and we do what we've heard the work god that you've called us to do in greater works as jesus did of that of his father he said i must finish the work that my father started we must finish the work that he started father god and so we thank you in Jesus' name, Father. We need to be teaching folks, Lord God, instead of drinking milk. We need to be eating meat, Lord God, and instead of eating, Lord God, doubt and unbelief. And so, Father, we thank and praise you in Jesus' name. Why I claim to be a Christian and do nothing like Christ, God, we thank and praise you right now. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right, then. we'll praise the Lord. We're going to end right there for this morning. Uh, didn't I? Uh,